Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am Miranda Zimmer, and today we're going to go deeper into the human design chart. On Thursdays, I like to give you a little bit of teaching aspects, and if you haven't used this to your advantage yet, definitely go back, look at these podcasts so that you can learn your chart a little bit more on your own, and then if you want, you can choose to go deeper with me by getting an introductory session or a prosperity session or maybe even going deeper into the deconditioning work. Within the trainings, sometimes I tend to go a little fast and I skip details, So what I wanted to do today was to go back a little bit. And the reason that is, is because I have done some podcasts recently where the importance of going back and reflecting on things has been the focus. And this is also the focus of the chart. There are many different things that you can learn about the chart and there are many ways that you can go deep. And so many want to go deep fast which is great, but what happens is when you go deep fast, you don't do the subtlety work. It's almost like with the muscular. I used to be a personal trainer for many, many years, and so many people wanted to build that, we like to call it the pretty muscle, the muscle on top where everybody sees it. So many wanted to do that, but they didn't want to do the little intricate balancing in the muscles that supported within the body. So I wanted to just go back a little bit and go into the body graph. What is the body graph, right? The body graph is a visual representation. It is a visual representation of your energetic makeup. So it combines various esoteric systems that offers a comprehensive insight into your nature and how you interact with the world around you. It is composed of shapes and lines that represent different energy centers and channels and gates. And these centers correspond to specific aspects of your life, like your communication style, your emotions, your intuition, and so much more. So each center can be defined, which is colored in, or it can be undefined, which is white. The defined centers, anywhere of the shapes that are colored in, reveals consistent and reliable aspects to your personality. So for instance, if your throat center is defined, you might naturally express yourself with clarity and authority. Undefined centers, on the other hand, highlight areas where you're more receptive and influenced 
by this, the energies of other people. So that's where you take energies in. So if your emotional solar plexus center is undefined or white, that means you could be attuned to other people's emotions, absorbing and amplifying their feelings, and actually maybe even believing, most likely believing it is you yourself. The channels and the gates are the pathways that connect the centers. They influence how energy flows within you. A gate is like a specific energy trait and when connected by a channel, it creates a consistent flow of energy between the two centers. The body graphs, visual complexity mirrors the web of energies that make up each of us. So studying your own personal body graph, printing it out and having it available just for you to visually see at first, and then you can go into the centers and the deconditioning and all the things, but this helps support you in gaining valuable insights into your authentic self, the way that you're here to express things, the way you're here to embody things, what you're here to learn. Now we go to the parts in the body graph. There are the centers. The centers in the body graph are the shapes. There are nine of them. They represent the, I'm sorry, the chakra system. In the chakra system, there are seven chakras or chakras, depending on who you're talking to. A lot of yoga teachers and through my yoga training, it is actually chakra, not chakra, but I say chakra just for the fact that most people say it. In 1781, the chakra system split. So there was, there are seven chakras, but within the body graph, there are nine centers. And the reason for this is the fact that they split in 1781. This was an evolutionary split in the way that we, as a person, as an individual, expressed ourselves, made decisions. However, we were unaware of the split. And this is actually why it's so important with human design for all of us that are teaching it to focus on the fact that it is the connection to the body in response, not the mind. This evolutionary split created this split between the mind body. And because our mind is so conditioned and strong in making those decisions, and we are conditioned in making decisions with the mind, everything that you hear, think about it. What does the mind say? I have to plan. This is all thinking of the mind. With this split, it is more so about getting back into the body. And that is why in human design, we talk about the strategy, the strategy for the types. This is how you connect to the body, but our mind still plays with us. It still makes us question. We feel something in the body and then our mind takes over. So it is feeling in the body and then responding through that awareness instead of letting the mind take over. So that was the evolutionary split of the chakras from the seven chakras to the nine centers. The nine centers consist of the head, which is all about inspiration and ideas. And I'm starting from the top and going down through to the bottom. So the head is at the top. The second is Ajna. This is mental awareness, conceptualization, thinking. Then it is the throat. This is expression, communication, manifestation, and action. Then we move down to the G center, which is the diamond 
shape in the center. This is where our magnetic monopole is, which is the law of attraction, identity, it's the self, it's direction, it's love. Then I will move down to, as you're looking at the chart, you will look to the left. This is the triangle, the spleen. This is sensory awareness, body consciousness, health, well-being, intuition, instinct. Now I will move over to the will center, which if you look to the center where the G center was, the diamond in the center, and you look down towards the right, you see that small little triangle. That is the heart, will, or heart, will, or ego center. And this represents material support, willpower, courage, and the ego. Then we'll move down to the right, which is the solar plexus. It's the triangle to the right, directly across from the spleen. This is a emotional awareness. This is all about emotions, creativity. We'll move down or over to the center in between the solar plexus or the emotional solar plexus, sorry, and the spleen. So the square in between the two triangles that are pointing towards one another. This is the sacral or sacral whichever you prefer to say. This represents sexuality, vitality, life force, and power. And then at the bottom, we have the root, which is survival, security, holding still. These all represent the energies of our inner being. Now I would like for you to go within the chart. You will notice that there are full lines colored in. There are full lines that are white. There are half lines covered in, colored in, and there are half lines that are white. The half lines that are colored in with either red or black, these are called hanging gates. These gates that are hanging mean that they have an activation that was imprinted through one of the planets. Since it's only half of the gate, the other half that is white means that that gate was not imprinted by a planet. You will notice that there is a number attached to these half lines and these lines. Each number is a gate activation. Each channel, which is the combination of two gates when it comes together and it creates a full line, that is called a channel. That means there are two gates that are activated or defined that come together and create a channel. So when there is only a half a gate or half a channel or a hanging gate, what that means is only one of the gates is activated in the planet. The other gate is not activated. Anywhere that is in the chart that is white, whether it be a center, which are the shapes, or whether it be a whole channel, or whether it be a half a channel, a half or a gate. When it is white, it means that you do not have consistent energy here. It means that there is not a consistent theme for you here. However, it also means it's a place where you can be easily conditioned. Anywhere that is white in the chart, we take in from other people or the environment, which means when we take in their energy and we amplify it, because anything that is taken in is amplified, when we take in that energy, we are taking it in through ourselves, but it is their energy, and then we're amplifying it. So let's say someone has a center or a gate or channel activated that you do not. You then come into their aura, their presence. You are actually taking in that energy that is theirs, amplifying it and using it 
either consciously or unconsciously for getting things done or maybe focusing on something or maybe you're just you're not even aware but you're taking in that energy amplifying it so you're feeling it even more powerfully than they do and have that energy while they're in that presence so what happens if you grow up with a family member that has a center or a channel or a gate defined that you do not. You live with them for 18 years. What happens is you are constantly taking in that energy. You're constantly amplifying the energy. You believe that energy is yours. So you are being conditioned with that energy because you do not have that energy, but yet you believe that you are that energy. The number one thing that has helped me love my myself, accept myself, and release beliefs about past experiences that I have put myself in was this awareness of the open and undefined areas in my chart. Like I mentioned, this is where we can become most conditioned. This is where we can feel the most pain. This is where we can feel the most struggle because it is variable. You experience something differently over and over and over and over again. I always talk about the G center because that is the deepest connection to me. I have it undefined. Having an undefined G center really creates a struggle for me anyway, of not knowing who I am, from morphing myself into different people, to not have direction, to be around the wrong people. When I realized that this was open, it gave me the love and acceptance for myself that the relationships I chose and the reason I chose them and let myself stay in that space and believed them within all of their toxicity was because of taking in the energy and not having the awareness of me having variable energy. Also, as an entrepreneur, I have done many, many different types of jobs. And I had someone ask me, well, when is enough going to be enough? When are you going to just find one thing and settle down with that job? And I actually thought to myself, what is wrong with me? Why do I stick with something for so long and then I'm not inspired anymore, so then I move on to something new? The answer is again, the G center, the undefined. You and a manigen as well, there's different elements. But it is about shifting when the timing is right when you're around the right people, when it feels exciting to you. The different elements of the white areas of the chart can give you so much peace and acceptance and love. And that's actually where I recommend truly beginning. I know I talk about strategy, yes. Definitely start tuning into your strategy. And if I haven't gone over strategy yet, send me a message on Instagram and say, hey, I would love a podcast on strategy (laughs) or maybe the authorities. So let me know what you would like something on. So I talk about the strategy as number one. It is priority there. You have to learn to trust your strategy, practice your strategy, experiment with your strategy. Then the authority, because that's your inner knowing, right? That's the connection to the embodiment, the inner knowing. So that is important. The profile is important because it's your personality and how you put yourself out there and having that love and respect and making sure that you're in alignment in the way that you are being in the world. But none of this truly matters if you're not doing the deconditioning work. Deconditioning and letting go of who you are not, expectations, 
all of that, that is when you are able to open yourself up to new perspectives, open yourself up to new ideas, open yourself up to possibilities that this could really support you and having a life with ease and fun and excitement and know who you are authentically and express yourself authentically. It takes that deconditioning and it takes the commitment to recognize where you are conditioned without judgment, without anything that you have to make a label about. It's the awareness and then adding these strategies in. And that is why I focus so much on the deconditioning. This is just a little bit of all the things human design. I know it's the beginner level, but we always have to go back to the basics because we get wrapped up in all the other things. The other things are wonderful and fun and you feel connected and it's exciting and you feel seen and you feel heard and you feel valued and like, oh my gosh, I know myself and now I can be more bold and authentic. And But if you don't go back to the basics first, all that other stuff doesn't matter because you're putting yourself out there in a conditioned way. You're not even being true. You're taking the information that you're learning and contorting it to who, who you think you are already and then putting that out into the world, but you're not deconditioning. So take your chart, go into it, just become aware, then go back to some of the other episodes. I will put in the show notes, I will put a list of episodes that I do the teaching aspects for. So it's available to you. So it's easy. Also, I am diving deeper into this with self-expression. I'm diving deeper into this through working with entrepreneurs and conscious leaders and creatives because it fills my heart. I truly feel when I'm able to support others in their business aspects and putting themselves out there in the most aligned way, every customer and client they have are affected in that way. And that that means there's impact. I have the seven in my vocation, in the gene keys. And the seven is all about collaboration. It is about supporting others, uplifting others, seeing the beauty in them when they don't see it themselves. And being kind of like the humble leader, I'm totally good with that. I would love to uplift you into whatever endeavor you are choosing, whether it's deconditioning, whether it's being a better parent, whether it's wanting to work on your relationship or If you're a conscious leader, entrepreneur, and creative, I would love to also support you in that. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the Embodied Voice will be starting in October. I have a wait list open. The reason I have a wait list is because I'm a manifesting generator and I trust in the flow. In right timing, I do have the route defined. I have before been put under pressure to get things out on a certain time through collaborations or connections, and it doesn't feel good to me. I like to have a plan, not a plan. I like to have a grounded feeling and just trust the process. So I have the waitlist open just for that aspect. I do also, there will be benefits if you sign up for that waitlist. There's no, you do not have to sign up for the program right now. That's not it. It's signing up for the waitlist. If you have questions about the waitlist or what the Embodied Voice is about, you can go to my website, Miranda- or hyphen, whichever you call it, Mitchell.com. Go to the Embodied Voice under Work With Me and check it out. If you have questions, please let me know. I am continuously letting this open and evolve. And this is a seven-week program that is going to go deep into the aspects of conditioning, the aspects of where you are conditioned out of fear or scarcity or whatever it is that is keeping your self-expression 
silent or less than, not as bold. And then going deeper into the chart so that you understand what mechanics go into your aspect of self-expression and bringing your authentic voice out into the world. The reason that this is so important to me is because I wish I had this when I was younger. And if I can help support anyone find their authentic voice or their self-expression so that you're expressing yourself more fully into the world, then it fills me up. I feel like I'm doing something in my life, which I do have that doing aspect in my chart, although I am here to wait to respond. And as a manifesting generator or a generator type, we are here to be of service to the whole. And I know that each person that I'm able to help support, it affects everyone else in their life. So this program is really about finding that authentic expression, that voice, so that you can get it out there and say the things that you have always wanted to say, or maybe say the things that you didn't think you could say, maybe even express yourself through movement or dance or singing. But I feel like society as a whole has this deep sadness within because we are not being authentic. We are not expressing ourselves. We are so conditioned in what we should be doing. We take no time and space to really get to know ourselves. We're always looking externally for validation, rather our inner knowing. And that's what this is about. Connecting to your inner knowing, your inner guidance, your inner voice, your outer voice, the way that you bring it out into the world. Again, please sign up for the waitlist. You get benefits. And I would love to hear any feedback, any questions. I appreciate you. I love you. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram, so please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com, click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time. Only.